Do you have problems? Would you like to get rid of those problems? Maybe you want to live a problem-free life. Well, you're in luck because today's episode, we're going to be talking about our problems permanent. This is the Existential Stoke Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? Now, uh, have you ever, I mean, over the course of your life, had a problem? Like a few, <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> Once or twice, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Only a couple, though. They're, they're you know, yeah. I can literally, like, count on, you know, two, these two fingers the number of days that I haven't had a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's always something that comes up. I was curious when you, this title that you came up with, I was curious if you meant our problems, like, in the sense of, permanent in the sense that problems are always with us just gen- generally like problems or if you matter there's certain problems that are permanent they never go away well i'm glad that you brought that up <laughs> because that's why i phrased it like that because it could be both ways and we can investigate both ways to make it a fuller episode nice. you know nice. instead of just being like, like are problems permanent yes okay thanks for watching today absolutely <laughs> Yeah, it'll give us a little bit more territory to to work with. Well, you know, it's funny, though. It's like I sometimes I do wonder why we all seem to imagine this this mythical place that we'll get to where we have no problems. I almost it's like it's very funny that we even think that that's that's a place that we'll get to or a possibility. I mean, I guess like happily ever after. Right. Happily yeah. ever after. Mm-hmm. Stupid movies and things, right? Yeah, the old fairy tales you stand horribly ever after. Yeah, can't read the old ones; they're crazy. And then we mm-hmm. came and like made them all pretty, and then it's uh everybody's got this messed up model in their heads. Well, it's I guess it depends on how you define problems too. I guess that's the other issue. Yeah, so I mean, when I was thinking about this, are problems permanent? I came up with yes and no. So, yeah. like, are problems permanent? Absolutely, 100%. Yes, you will have problems permanently until you're dead or gone. You're going to have problems. I, I remember like maybe one, maybe one day in my life when like I had where I had like a problem free existence, but it didn't last, you know? Because, <laughs> <Short lived. laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's not one thing, it's 12 others. Like, as, as yeah. soon, you will never have a problem free existence. Uh, but on the other hand, are problems permanent? And each individual problem, no. Well, and maybe too, it's also how you how you sort of interpret or your perspective on problems too, because you know, some problems I know in my life were much worse than others. And some, I mean, you know, depending on how you look at it, may or may not really be considered problems. Like, you know, we're always gonna run into challenges, right? But not necessarily all of them may be problematic. If I'm, if I know like that, I want to do the thing that I'm doing and I expect some sort of resistance or I expect some obstacles and I read those obstacles like as a challenge, maybe it's not a big deal. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. And really. I mean, it, it, it does come down to how you think about it. And really, like most of the time when you have a problem in life is just because you're not accepting life how it is right now. You know, life, <laughs> totally. life is just going to be how it's going to be. But we have these problems because we're like, no, it should be some, it should be different. This is wrong. It's not supposed to be like this. And then we have problems. You know, I will say there was a huge difference between the problems like I experienced when, like, when I was, 
when I felt like a victim or I felt like I was blaming other things, you know, and stuff and depressed, right? Those problems were way worse than like now. Like now I don't feel problems like that bad. Like, I, yes, I do have problems. Everybody does all the time. But I feel like they're much easier to deal with and, and you know, address. And when you address them on a regular basis, it's like you kind of keep the momentum going, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> of dealing with problems. Isn't that, isn't that the crazy thing? It's like you become more skillful in dealing with problems because they still suck just as much. But it's like, okay, I now know for a fact I'll get through this. I know it's still going to suck, but I know for a fact I'll get through this. I know it's going to, you know, hurt for a while. And uh, I just need to keep chipping away at it and eventually it won't be as bad. But it definitely doesn't make it any easier. No. The worst part is, though, it's like how we... So much of it, too, so much of how we experience them and how hard they are comes down to, too, like how we respond to them. Like mentally... You know, how much we work ourselves up, whether we get like anxious, stressed, you know, how whether we get angry, you know, all of that plays into also how bad the problems are, I think. And it's like, so I think there's a lot of things you can do that make them easier to deal with or, you know, your pers- perspective on them better, maybe. Mm. Yeah. So what might those things be to make your perspective on problems better? Oh, it's tough, huh? <laughs> Well, I mean, I think for for me, a lot of it comes down to recognizing that I'm seeing it as a problem and then recognizing yeah. what the reality of the situation is <laughs> and then and then being like, OK, because it's, you know, all of my problems have come down to me arguing with reality and who's going to win <laughs> every time reality wins. <laughs> I've never won yet. Yeah. I keep yeah. hoping I will one day, but it just doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm still, I still, to this day, all the time, I'm like, no, you, like, I keep fighting against these things. And I'm just like, why? What for? Let me ask you, do you make a distinction between, like, do you consider every challenge you run into a problem or do you make a distinction between things? Mm, I think, well, uh, I, I don't know. They, I don't really. Because challenges like opportunities and stuff, they're still problems sometimes. But yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can make it's just like it's just like I chose this problem. Like this is my <laughs> own shitty diaper that I chose, <laughs> you know, as opposed to this is the one that somebody else put on me. Yeah. Well, I think that's where for me it's gotten a little easier because I think those ones that like I've chosen at least, like I feel like have gotten a little easier because like I feel like I'm um in a sense lucky to at least have to, to have those choices. You know, that that mm-hmm. helps. That kind of perspective has helped a lot. Feeling like lucky or like um, thankful or grateful that I can even have those choices, you know? Mm-hmm. That is a good one. Uh, gratitude is definitely helpful. That Because it's there was a saying somewhere where it's like, don't wish you don't have any problems. Wish you had the either courage or strength or wisdom or whatever it is to get through your problems. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That is a good one. Hmm. But then there's other ones that are still a pain in the ass too, you know, that are really hard. And that feel, mm-hmm. I think, I think it is easier with ones that like, when you've made the choice to like, say like, you know, things you choose to do, it can be easier to see them in a way like that than ones that feel like they're, they're brought from the outside on. And like, so what I'm thinking of is like, you know, like say like uh, personal relationships or something, right? Where something happens because of some, conflict or friction or something between you and another person 
that can be hard because I feel like it, it has more of a sense of like, you didn't, you chose the person obviously, but you didn't choose like whatever this thing, whatever this problem is. Right. It just kind of happens. Whereas other ones that you choose, it's easier to kind of see it as like, you know, my choice. So if I really want the thing, I got it, you know? Yeah. Well, and I mean, no matter where it comes from, it still comes down to determining what's within your control. And, you know, I can talk as much as I can talk about <laughs> making it seem like I know what I'm talking about. But when this stuff happens to me, I'm like, why? What is God? Ah. But it's like it, it does come down because it's like the it's like the serenity prayer. It's like I actually heard that that came about, I think, during World War One or World War Two, when they saw the world going to hell in a handbasket. And they're just like, you know what? Grant me the serenity to accept the things <laughs> I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And like, uh, you know, it comes down to that because it's like there are a lot of things. So like, I I look at that often because it, there's so much in uh, what is it? I think in the Proverbs uh, in the Bible it talks about wisdom, how that's like more valuable than gold, than silver than ruby than any of that stuff wisdom and it's like in that serenity prayer it says grant me the wisdom to know the difference between the things that i can change and the things that i cannot change and so we all have these problems and i would bet i know i at least know from looking at me oftentimes i'm trying to change things that i cannot change and that causes me a lot of headache and a lot of suffering and a lot of pain and these problems hang around for a lot longer because I'm fighting these things that I cannot change, like the situation, other people, uh, things that may have happened in the past, whatever it is, as opposed to actually having the courage to address the things that I can change, like my own viewpoints, the ways that I think about things, the ways that I relate to these things, you know, those type of things. Yeah, who you interact with, your choices about where you're going, you say whatever. You know, it's funny, the more I think about it, the more I think he he really hit the nail on the head of the dichotomy of control, because it really is like... I mean, it yeah. comes up in everything too. Like, it's not just epic. It comes up in the Bible. Like I said, it comes up in pretty much everywhere. Um, but yeah, it is important. I think you're right. Like, more often than not, the ones that are like the worst that we experience problems is trying to change things that we have no control over anyway, or getting, letting ourselves getting worked up like we, as if we should have control over those things when we don't, you know, like blaming ourselves. Like, if, you know, I don't know, like, uh, here's an example right now, like blaming ourselves, like if we're not, you know, um, when I'm applying a job, if I don't get a call back or something, because like I have no control over that, over the algorithm they're using. I don't have any control over, you know, like, so you just kind of have to keep going. And it's like, it is hard, but it's so much easier to just kind of like get angry, I think, than to actually look at like, what can I do to make it better for me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, you can either be like, ah, didn't this sucks. Or you can be like, hey, I'm one rejection closer to a yes. Yeah, you know, and that's up. That's up to you. Definitely, yeah, just keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the ma- the major problem that I struggle with on a daily basis is trying to solve all of my life's problems today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like these problems that don't even exist, things that don't yeah. even exist. I'm just imagine these things will be problems in the future, and I'm trying to solve them today, which doesn't make sense because I can't do that. And literally every day, it's just a constant struggle of me trying to solve my future problems and just remembering that, hey, I only have to live through today. That's it. Can't solve tomorrow's problems now. Doesn't work. Mm-mm. You know, it's it's Mm-mm. funny, too. Like, why? I don't even know why we even. It's such a weird thing that we do that, too. Like, worrying about 
Like it's one thing, planning's different. Like planning is one thing, like trying to have an idea of where you want to go, an idea of how you want to get there, you know, and like, you know, having an idea of like securing things for the future. That's different. But trying to solve future problems, which we all do, that we don't even know. We're just imagining things. And it's always way worse in our imagination than in reality too, nine times out of 10, because it's imagined. So you can't actually deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it is. It's a mess. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Mark Twain or somebody like that said, "I've endured, I've endured a great many uh, sufferings or something like that, most of which never even happened." <laughs> and it's like, that's I, a, I think that's it, what, yeah. okay, I was gonna say, I think if you can, like, if you can manage to live like in the present too, in the now, and deal with the challenges you face, I think that you probably could get to a point where, like, you don't the problems are mitigated a lot or your perspective on them is much better. Cause I feel like I have days like that where there's certain days where I'm like, yeah, things are good. Like I'm doing good. Like I made these choice. I can be kind of very positive throughout it. And like, you know, it's things go smoothly, you know, and I don't, I don't seem to react as strongly to challenges I encounter or problems I encounter. And then like other days, it's like, it's like somebody took the switch and like everything's a disaster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I literally like catch I- myself. I'm like going off a cliff. I know exactly what you're talking about. I heard this story about a guy who was like touted for preaching acceptance and like live and let live type of thing. And then he was flying somewhere for a conference and they lost his luggage and he just freaking lost it and went off the wall. And somebody's like, what about acceptance? And he was like, I wrote that on a good day. <laughs> yeah, because he was probably like jet lag, hang slept, yeah. you know, all kind of, you know, it's... Uh, that's the funny thing too. It's like as as your stress builds and as those annoyances build, like that's like your uh, your energy. I think that's part of it. Like our energy level, our ability to deal with these issues. Like it also depends on like how much stress we have, how much anxiety, how much you know, how much energy we've left over. And if your energy's spent because you're like you're dealing with all these like little things, you won't you'll blow up. Mm-hmm. And also, and also, just having the compassion to like allow yourself to have these moments. We're only human, you know, like. Yeah. I, I'm so strict on myself about like trying to be this perfect person. It's like, why? Like, what's the big deal? We're all going to die in the end. Yeah. I think it's because we imagine we make the mistake. And this might be from, you know, all those movies and stories that we make the mistake that other people are perfect. Because all we hmm. see is a very carefully curated yeah. little yeah. snippet like, of their life. Elon Musk must be perfect because he's the richest man in the universe. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg yeah, right. must be perfect because he created Facebook. Justin Bieber must be perfect because he wrote some songs. It's just like, yeah. no, they just did one thing really well and the rest of their life is a mess. No, that's exactly it though. But we, we imagine, right, that they're perfect. So we expect, like, I think, I think that's part of it. Or we, and I think it's also because we all secretly, like, expect ourselves to be unique and different. You know, from everyone Wait, say else. that again. I didn't hear it. Like we, we all kind of like expect ourselves like to be different or unique, you know, from everyone else, and not yeah. have the same flaws. You know what I mean? But like in reality, mm-hmm. we kind of do. So, yeah, in reality, we're all the same flawed human model. Yeah, mm-hmm. very flawed model. <laughs> yeah, sure. Jeez, whoever I think we definitely make it worse. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, pro- oh, here's another reason why. Because, like, a lot of people, uh, the reason why, I should define another reason why what. (laughs) Another reason why (laughs) I was like, are problems permanent? 
Because a lot of people make permanent solutions for temporary problems. And that can lead to issues. What do you mean? Well, probably the the worst permanent solution to a temporary problem is suicide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, like, growing up, there were a lot of people in our neighborhood who like commit suicide, yeah. and I mean, I think with COVID, it's something that's a lot more people are doing it, and you know, maybe it's justified, maybe it's not. Who knows? But it's a, it's a very permanent solution to maybe not so much of a permanent problem. Yeah, it's absolutely permanent. You can't, you know, it's a yeah. solution that ends all, or it's a decision that ends all other possibilities. Yeah. I see what you mean. Or, okay. Yeah. Or even like, or even like ending friendships or relationships based on a dispute. Like, I remember when I was younger, anytime I would, I would never have like arguments in relationships. And then as soon as we'd have the first argument, it would be like <laughs> over. And I, no. I was just like, what? Hang on. This, this, this doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Because how could you actually, like, yeah, that's true, right? How could you actually plan to honestly spend time with somebody that long if you're not going to have any issues, right? I think it's mm-hmm. how you respond after an argument or something, how you handle it. That's what really matters. Not the argument mm. itself. Because it always happens, yeah. right? Things happen. Yeah. I, I like that's a good one, I think. That is important. How you, you know, trying to find these kind of, like, final solutions to problems. Because you're right, I think it can make us very uh, quick to act and to make choices that we might regret later because you know we cut people out of our lives or we very quickly you know say change big things about our lives or something because we're like we're done with that but instead of actually looking at how can i fix this or what about it is bothering me and we're not looking at like actual solutions that's more of like a running away right yeah yeah kind of uh i sometimes when, when you were just saying that i thought about how i sometimes make my own problems like when things are going, when things are going just swimmingly and like it's, it's going like so smoothly that, you know, I guess I get bored or something. I just make problems for myself. I'll just like throw a wrench in the works and just mess stuff up and be like, oh, great. I knew this. I knew this was going to happen. Blah, blah. <laughs> That's funny. I wonder too, like, it's like, cause hey, I mean, I think we all do that too. And it's like, I wonder if it's like, cause we, we expect something to go wrong. So we want to. We want to like do it now and catch it or like, I don't know, mm-hmm. don't believe that we deserve to not have like issues all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Hey. Hmm. So I would say, I would say no problem is permanent, but there are problems are permanent. Yeah, definitely. Are there any and problems think- that are permanent? I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh... There could only so. be like for permanent in as much as it's as in as long as your life is. Yeah. So I'm sure some people will carry resentments to their grave with them and they'll have like this permanent problem. Oh, like, but that's oh, like not a family with member. It, ah, yeah. That's not finding a way to deal with it though. And that's not finding a way to like resolve it for yourself. However you resolve it, right? I mean mm-hmm. Yeah. But even but even that is not permanent. It only lasts as long as the person lasts. So what? Yeah, right. Problems are not permanent. They're only about a hundred years old, maximum. <laughs> Max. <laughs> maximum. What about what about uh global warming and uh plastics in the oceans? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, 
because eventually something will happen. Either like a you know sixth sixth grade extinction will happen, and think money. Yeah, reset. humans <laughs> humans will go extinct, and then the whole concept of problems will be gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, I don't that know is if that's cool. A... That, that is cool. There's no permanent problems. No, no. There really, I mean, there can't be right because problems are, I think, more situational too. They're defined by you know some set of circumstances and stuff. And if you look at it objectively, I don't know. We definitely always have problems, I guess. I think you can move far beyond your problems, but I think it does. I think it really is about your mental state, your mindset and like how you look at things. I really think that is like the, the way to get not free of them. Cause you'll never be free of like challenges, difficulties. But I think like just how you look at them and how you interpret them is what matters. Cause it's all the yeah. meaning we put into things. Like it's all. And maybe and maybe even choosing what problems you actually want to have. Because, like, instead of trying to get rid of all of them, recognizing that you're always going to have problems, I've actually heard some, like, older people say this, that they're like, this is, these are my problems that I've chosen, because I know that if I get rid of them, something else will take its place, and I may not <laughs> want it as much, which makes a lot of sense. Because uh, there there was a story, I think some some guy was heard the Buddha was coming to speak. And so he went and he got an audience with the Buddha. And he said, Buddha, uh, you know, I've got this wife and she's great. She cooks me food. We have a great loving relationship. But, you know, sometimes she nags me. And sometimes uh, she's loud when I'm sleeping and all this stuff. And, and we have these kids and these kids are great. I love these kids. But like, you know, sometimes they won't do what I say. And sometimes they're just bothersome. And I have this farm and most years it's doing really well, but some years it doesn't produce enough and some years. And, and so he asked the Buddha, he's like, can you, can you help me? Can you help solve my problems? And the Buddha said, no. And the guy's like, I thought you were an enlightened being. Why are you saying no? And the Buddha's like, uh, listen, I can't help you have a problem free life. I can just help prevent you from having the 83rd problem or whatever. And yeah. the guy's like, the 83rd problem, what's that? And he's like, it's the belief that you can live a problem-free life. <laughs> yeah. So, Which is true, though. I'm, but I, th- dude, I think I'm that's so the point. I think, I think, though, I think personally, I think, too, once, I think if you're, if you're living intentionally and you're directing your life, the problems are definitely not as bad. They're way, it's way easier to look at them in a, in a positive light than if you're not. At least from personal experience, that's my experience. It's like whenever like I felt like I wasn't, you know, making choices that I was in control of or like directing my life, things seemed way worse. And once I was, things seemed way better. When you when you just said that, it reminded me of this Les Brown quote where he said, if you do what is easy, your life will be hard. But if you do what is hard, your life will yeah. be easy. And I think he's probably talking about like addressing those problems and taking on challenges and opportunities and different things like that. Because if you do the hard stuff and start conquering hard problems, your life will be easy. But if you're avoiding everything and trying to take the easy route, yeah. your life's going to be hard. Well, I think too, it's how we, how we, the meaning we give them, right? How you can flip things. Like, I think you can look at your problems as like, this is a chance to grow. This is a chance to learn something new. This is like an opportunity that I have because I made choices that put me in this situation, whatever. You can you can paint them positively or you can paint them really negatively. And it's really just depends on how you choose to look at it. I think again it comes back to like that 
that power we have to choose how we respond to the world and how we interpret the world is really, I think, what it comes down to. You know, if we really are conscious and make the effort, we can make them, we can make paint them mostly in a decent light and still have challenges and problems, but, you know, they're not nearly as difficult to address. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it. I think we're okay. good. Well, there we go. You solved all of your problems. <laughs> you're problem free for the next 13 minutes, and then after that, you're yeah. on your own. <laughs> uh, thank you, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Existential Stoic Podcast. Check us out on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, this is again Existential Stoic Podcast. Here's a problem, <laughs> oh, Randy. That's Danny. Yeah. I'll see you later, Danny. Later, Randy. Uh... <laughs>